It's Wednesday, December 7th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. U.S. stock indices extended declines Tuesday as investors weighed fears about the outlook for interest rates against optimism surrounding China's reopening. The S&P dropped 57 points, while the Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 350 points. The technology-heavy Nasdaq Composite slid 225 points. It was the fourth consecutive day of losses for the S&P 500 after stronger-than-expected U.S. economic data on Friday and Monday raised fears that the Federal Reserve will keep interest rates higher for longer to cool the economy and bring down inflation. The index has shed 3.4% in December. The stock market rallied throughout November on signs that the Fed was winning the fight against inflation, but December has gotten off to a rockier start as investors have been confronted with an unusual problem in that the U.S. economy is proving stronger than expected. In other news, former U.S. President Donald Trump's family business was convicted Tuesday of criminal tax fraud, with a New York jury finding the Trump organization engaged in an off-the-books compensation scheme to pay some executives in car leases, apartments, and cash. The jury found two Trump Organization corporate entities guilty of all criminal counts they faced, including conspiracy, criminal tax fraud, and falsifying business records. The two entities could face a total of more than $1.6 million in fines. Mr. Trump was not charged in the case, but his presence loomed over the trial. Prosecutors said that Mr. Trump sanctioned the tax-free benefits and personally signed some checks for private school tuition for former finance chief Alan Weiselberg's grandchildren. Around the world, Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador suffered a major legislative defeat on Tuesday as Congress rejected a flagship constitutional bill to overhaul the electoral system that opponents said undermined Mexico's democracy. The lower House of Congress voted 269 to 225 on the president's bill, falling short of the two-thirds majority needed to make constitutional changes. The bill was supported by Mr. López Obrador's Morena party and two smaller allies, while all four opposition parties voted against the proposal. Mr. López Obrador said the proposal aimed to guarantee true democracy in Mexico and lower the cost of elections. His defeat in Congress comes after tens of thousands of Mexicans marched in cities across the country on November 13th to protest against the plan, cementing legislative opposition to the bill. Back in the U.S., the government launched the sale of offshore California wind rights on Tuesday, a first for the West Coast that would bring a new technology to the U.S. to try to shore up California's power supplies. This week's auction is part of an ambitious schedule by the Biden administration to parcel out ocean blocks for new wind farms to ring the nation's coastlines. But developers in California face a complex regulatory landscape, rising costs, and project technical and financial risk that is considered greater than on the East Coast, all factors that could suppress auction prices, according to analysts. Turbines can be bolted to the ocean floor in shallower waters off states such as New York and Massachusetts, but deep waters off California require turbines to be attached to the seabed by cables. Such projects are a newer technology, making California one of the first places globally they could be launched at commercial scale. And, 
Travelers will have longer to switch over to a real ID, avoiding for now what many flyers anticipated would be a major hassle. The Department of Homeland Security said it will extend the real ID enforcement date by 24 months to May 7, 2025. Under the new regulations, every traveler 18 years or older will need a real ID-compliant driver's license or identification card, state-issued enhanced driver's license, or another TSA-acceptable form of identification at airport security checkpoints for domestic air travel. Congress passed the Real ID Act in 2005 in response to the terrorist attacks of September 11, 2001. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.